0: The Ugly Truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie.
1: I've never seen anyone this thin, ever, unless they were in prison somewhere in another country. And Paula.
0: Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth.
1: Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode. 102. (laughs) I'm doing the question where everything ends with a question at the end of it. Better than vocal fry. Vocal fry. This is the week of all of the crutches of people who talk into a microphone. No. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, everybody. It's Jamie and back in her spot is Paula. Paula is back from her... Respite. Welcome, Paula. Thank you. Are, are, are you forgetting something? No, I'm not. I was just giving you the word. welcome. All right. All right. And then I was going to go, uh, uh. Boy, mine was really flat. As we all know, Paula is back this week. We are so very happy. Daryl is thrilled that he doesn't have the pressure of having to sit with me. <laughs> I will tell you last week when we did episode 101, initially, he always looks forward to it, he likes to do it. However, <laughs> the first time we okay cuz we recorded it twice yeah you were telling me that yeah we recorded it twice because the first one it was saturday evening and and he's like let's go ahead and record it. i'm like all right we had gone and uh, picked up some wine um, up in the foothills. We came home, had had a glass of wine, and so we were really, really tired because it was kind of late. Yeah. And so we were sitting there, and we we shared a microphone, so we were looking at each other while we did it. We started getting into an argument. Oh no! We started fighting, and I said, he said something about like he doesn't like it when I call him when he's commuting on the train. Because the seats, sometimes he has to share a table with three other people. So you, there's literally no privacy. It's not like you can have a discussion about your checking account, right? When you're okay. On the, on the train. Sure. And so he, I, he had mentioned something on the outline. I said, What's this on the outline? It says something about no talking on the train. And it's like, are we airing our grievances today? Is that what we're going to do? He goes, I'm just saying that it's, I have heard people talk about their health, the the affairs that their their spouses are having, children, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and so he's like, yeah, so I don't like talking. And he starts mentioning the checking account. And I said, you know what? I think we're done for tonight. <laughs> I said, I don't think we should do this any longer. You dropped the mic. Yeah, we're done. And so we we, we stopped. And the next morning, we actually finished a show. Next morning, I woke up and I said I was up all night. He goes, why? Because it was the shit show last night. I go, that was an abortion. We have to do it again. Right. He goes, Abs- "He goes absolutely. So we had coffee, sat down, and blew through it. Thank God. Yeah. It was so much better. But I, yeah. I was like, I miss Paula. I
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it would be hard. I mean, it's. I always like it when you guys record because it is funny to me. But on the same token, I think, you know, Talking with your spouse isn't always funny, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, I talk a lot. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can talk to anybody for hours about anything. It's like when you're a child, you're tired, you're, you start getting grumpy, you start rubbing your eyes, everything makes <laughs> right. you mad. And you're just like, I just want to put on my sweats and lay down for a minute, yeah. please. I just, I, I'm done with you. You need a nap. <laughs> yeah, I did. And so did he. So anyway, so I'm so glad you're back this week. I wanted to tell you this little story that happened to me yesterday. Oh, well, actually, no. Breaking news first. I want to do the breaking news before I get into it. Sadly, just a few moments ago, Leonard Nimoy has passed away at the age of 83. Aww. He was the original Spock of the Star Trek franchise. I really liked Spock. I, and Leonard Nimoy has been around. He also did In Search Of, which is a really super old show, but I do remember watching reruns of it as a child. He was kind of scary, but he was also so kind. You know, he had, like, a kind voice and face and very knowledgeable. and Like, you would trust him sure. if he told you something. Yeah. So, anyway, and I guess he was quite the artist, very friendly, and super faithful to the, the Trekkie fans. Aw. So, you know, he, he will definitely be missed. He was quite a talent. So, that just happened. He, he went to the hospital a few days ago, and he just, unfortunately, yeah. never came out. But, anyway, so safe home. Yes, yeah, safe
2: home, Mr. Uh, Nimoy.
1: Yes. Yeah, save home. OK, so last night. Now, I don't know what's been going on. I've actually been fighting some kind of really weird bug. I have been super achy, exhausted, and I was worried I had mono for a minute, but oh. I don't think I, I don't think I do. I think I'm just really fighting some, some teenage boys, some 15 year old boys. Yes. So I've been kind of out of it. But this has been going on for about a week. So I'm at, the, I'm at Trader Joe's and I'm getting food because we don't really have anything I want. So I'm like, well, Trader Joe's always has stuff I want. Well, it was incredibly packed. Everybody was at Trader Joe's. So it's like five o'clock. So all the commuters are there picking up dinner before they head home. And so I'm in line and I'm paying for my items and I turn and look and there's this woman. She's Probably in her early 70s. Looks like she was probably, maybe she works at a school, like a secretary or something. Mm -hmm. She has a bag of pirate's booty. Okay. She looks at me and then, because she sees, I just happen to glance at her. She looks at me and then she quickly turns away. She literally turns her whole body around and rips open the bag of pirate's booty and starts shoveling handfuls of it into her mouth oh while she's waiting in line to to pay for it i've been there i mean i've never done that but you know you're so starving i that have been s- that
2: ravenous yeah yes
1: you simply cannot wait even the 30 seconds before i have to pay for this to get this in my face immediately maybe
2: she's like hypoglycemic or
1: something or diabetic or well, she
2: looked normal but i mean it was just
1: pirate's booties just popped like cheetos so Yeah, it, what it, it's not its not even popcorn. It's like... No, no. It's puffed something. It's, it's corn. It's puffed corn, basically. It's oh, basically okay. over-puffed Cheeto. It looks like an over-puffed Cheeto. Yeah. But not with all the cheese chemical on right. it. Really super yummy. But anyway, I found that funny because I'm like, you know... I have been that hungry, and I'm pretty sure I've done that in the past. Easily have done that. Open up a bag of chips. The worst thing to do is
2: well, I mean, good and good for her for only having that bag because I mean, <laughs> I know, right? there's nothing worse than going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Oh yeah, you'll come out a hundred plus dollars over your budget yeah. because and you're like,
1: why? Why did we buy these cupcakes like again? Powdered donuts. What? They, what? Well, they just looked good at the time. I don't know. <laughs> And it's always junky food, too. Yeah, it's, it's never like, like, you bought Lucky Charms? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are the children eating chocolate cookie crisps this week? It's like, I don't know. It was two for five.
0: Can't <laughs> help it. Right.
1: Pop-tarts, really? You, macaroni and cheese, what? Actually, the worst is when you bring your significant other with you, and they're hungry.
2: You know, it, it takes twice as long to shop, because I it spend does. half the time taking out the crap that's being put in the cart. Back on the shelf i'm like we are not buying nacho cheese
1: i've told you that a million times (laughs) we don't do that i was walking through the grocery store and daryl was hungry and we were leaving the vegetable section Mm -hmm. and near the vegetable section are all those super salty peanuts or you know shelled pistachios or whatever he bought like he picked up like a three pound bag of salted peanuts with the shells and he put them in the basket and i looked at him i go what are you doing he goes well i want these and i took them out and i put them back i'm like no absolutely (laughs) not and this lady this lady stopped and looked and started to smile (laughs) i said you don't need these he's like wait they're not sugar and i'm like i'm not having this discussion with you in the grocery store
2: unless you want to have the blood pressure of a 400 pound man
1: (laughs) would you like to stroke out right here right right now Yeah, I'll just stab you in the brain with a pencil. And he gets mad, you know, because he's like, well, stop treating me like a child. I'm like, stop acting like a child. I don't know why we have to go through this every time. Really? It's ridiculous.
2: It's it's true. I can't tell you how many times. And Victor's sneaky because Mm.
1: there'll be times
2: where, you know, I've taken the things out of the car and then when we go to the checkout, you know, he'll, he's like, oh, I'll load up the the thing. And so I load it up and all of a sudden, you know, it's like <sighs> yeah. beep. And I look and I'm just like,
1: what beef jerky? Hey, wait, hey <laughs> where, corn nuts. Where did those come from? Who grabbed it's like those? Ranch styled corn nuts. Really? Know, right? Where did this? You know, and it's the two pound bag of them. But by so, then I'm exhausted. I, he, I've been worn you don't down. Even care anymore. So I'm just like, fine.
2: Just get it. I know. I I've been there.
1: Care. Speaking of wives, we haven't t- t- really discussed it. Sister Wives is still on. I believe this oh. coming weekend or the next weekend, I don't know when, is the season finale. And I guess they've been renewed for another year, which I... is not shocking to me because of the big news. You and I had discussed it t- in person that one of the wives is divorcing and he remarried the youngest wife, the, the, the last right. wife. And this all went down in December. Well, I consider it like my McDonald's food I don't get to watch it unless I'm doing something productive. And so I wasn't feeling well, so I hadn't worked out in a few days, but I was starting to feel good. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to work out today. I'm like, oh, I have sister wives to watch. (laughs) So I figured, you know, one bad balances the good Right. So I was watching the sister wives from a couple of weeks ago, and this is the one where they actually had some archaeological students, um, who or anthropology students, and they stayed with them for like a long weekend. And they were basically observing the family, seeing how it is going. Now, I guess this professor at UNLV is, which is where these students are from. Generally, they go to a polygamist compound city in Colorado, but because the Browns are in Vegas and they're not the traditional compound family, they decided, Hey, let's do this. So this is kind of the, this was kind of the finale of that two hour episode. So when they went back and reported to their professor about what they thought, you know, who's the favorite wife, what's their sex life like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It became painfully aware to me that these people, although are probably anthropology students, it was more of like a, yeah, Cody doesn't have a favorite... Everybody's happy. All the children get all the attention that, that, that they need. You know, it's it was super homogenized. Aww. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I feel like I was completely snowed because these people were basically put in there to quote unquote observe how normal they are. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're normal. Not one of their kids wants to be a polygamist. Right. And the wives couldn't be more miserable. So at the very end of the episode... Mary, which is the first wife, Uh they've been married, I think, 25 years or something. Uh She went to a divorce attorney. And she's like, I'm looking at legally divorcing my husband. And then they show the announcement that she makes to Cody and Robin only that she is going to file for divorce. And that's where it ends. Now, what's funny is there's been all these rumors going around that Cody divorced her. He wants to marry the other one and, you know, whatever. But I always thought, you know what? She's the one that wants out, not him. So she initiated it. She did. And she filed and it's and it's a done deal. So she is trying to go back to school. She's an empty nester. Her daughter's 19. So what does she have? One a week with this dude. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah, saying that really. she doesn't love him and she says she's not leaving, but you know it's one of those things. It's like, look, you're making you're making some pretty decent money for the show and you probably have no intention of shacking up with anybody anytime soon well not at yeah not at her age why not slowly slip out you know so that there's no strings when you're really ready to go she's giving up number one position it that's the way apparently that's the way it works so whoever's legally married is number one yeah i'm curious about the other two what did they what the hell must they be thinking so we'll see I would venture to
2: guess the th- the first three, the original three, are all mm-hmm. very like-minded in that, mm-hmm. you know, they accept Robin, the fourth wife, but I think they realize that she's like the new shiny toy. And, right. And she's
1: 10 years younger than them, I think. Yes. So. And 100 pounds lighter. And still having children where they're done with children. Right. Because they're all for- in their 40s. So there's a lot to there's a lot to be said for that. So we'll see. I mean, the it's not going to nothing's going to be shocking. I'm sure it's going to be completely stupid. But I just think that there's repercussions to, you know, I can't imagine it be easy. Even if you stay with somebody spiritually, I think giving up your the title of the actual legal wife would be really tough. I think that would be
2: weird. And especially it would if be you're weird. particularly religious.
1: It which might, they clearly
2: are i mean they would It might be... feel awkward for her to be like yeah. intimate with him because now they're not like legally married unless
1: they're so mm. convicted in their yeah.
2: you know ceiling is what they call it
1: i think they are i think i don't think it's about that i think you know because the other three are just quote unquote spiritually married and they all had ceremonies so it's not like you know they just decided hey let's shack up but these women are so damn unhappy they're i mean way worse than anything i've ever seen before yeah well really miserable i
2: kind of wonder if taking on the fourth wife was a game changer for a lot of them i would think it would be yeah that, I mean, I it's think that, that so far in, you know, because it's that seems to be where most of the problems started. Because yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like like they were all happy in Utah, and they were all happy with their. Arrangements, basically, but now they got used. They were
1: used to it, right?
2: So now things are different.
1: Well, it'll be interesting. Another season of misery. To uh, yes, that I can't help but watch myself watch it. Well, everybody loves it. You know, I can't. I just I hate myself for watching it. You know, because it's so i still watch my little married at first sight show oh yeah that's true you know new couples yet
2: or is it still so yeah well so i'm watching married at first sight the first year so it's profiling the couples that were married and they're all coming up on like their one-year anniversary Ooh, and it seems to be going pretty okay i mean obviously they're having some struggles acclimating to well that's marriage well, the one couple actually there's they seem pretty dang happy. And that was the one that where she was like not attracted to him and was really standoffish. And oh, this
1: where he was the closet smoker.
2: Yes. They're the happiest. Well, good. so, so it's um, working. The younger couple, they're the ones that seem to be struggling the most. Mm. But, you know, that's kind of how life works. You don't Plus cameras,
1: have- though. You have to add the cameras, too. That's true. And that's really awkward. I would not like that. Yeah, that's just a, another extra pressure, I'm sure. Well, that... you're going to have to keep me up to date and let me know uh, when someone gets pregnant or something, because you know I that's going to be next. Well,
2: and then, so supposedly they found six new people to get married in <gasps> oh March. Oh, so, Well, the episode airs in March. So... Awesome.
1: So they've been around. They've probably been whatever they're, they're for a while. They're probably already
2: married or divorced or whatever. Can't wait. So we'll find out how it goes, if if it works again a second time this could i'm kind of you know if it works again the second time it kind of makes me wonder like if this will be like the new thing
1: well matchmaking has always been around but it's always been someone's jewish grandmother or you know in japan they do the matchmaking thing mm-hmm. but what i really hope is that this is genuine it's more of like a serio documentary type thing because mm-hmm. Not scripted is what I mean. It's not like
2: The Bachelor or anything like that. Right.
1: What I mean is I hope they don't give them like little things to try to, you know, make it a little more enticing to watch because honestly, I mean, I'm sure they put them in situations because they need to see them interact and stuff for TV. But I mean, they
2: give them exercise. Like if you were in therapy, your therapist would give you an exercise to, to do. So they do do that. So that way you, you watch the couple learn about each other
1: you know right That's so, and that's what you're watching and it
2: is entertaining obviously to yeah, kind of see well, these two strangers you know
1: that would be weird it would be like okay this is going to be your new best your new BFF good luck right
0: one of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth.
1: Now, we are a little late to the party. And, you know, you and I were actually both quite busy on Oscar night. So we didn't get to live chat with our sisters like we normally Mm. do. But I did watch most of the oscars now you were helping someone move or something so you didn't get to watch them from live right yeah i I, honestly i forgot what we were doing and
2: i wasn't i we watched him the first like 30 minutes or something like that i watched Mm -hmm. the red carpet i didn't honestly i turned him off because we were leaving anyway but i'm mm-hmm. just like i can't stand to see another skinny person
1: walk the
2: red carpet
1: like i with you i was watching it first of all you know neil my hairdresser and i we were we were <laughs> talking about the oscars because i went to the hairdresser last week and i said you know i i love the red carpet i love seeing everybody all pretty and dressed up and everything i said but it has been i think 3 or 4 years of uber boring couture like nobody is taking any risks because they don't want to be eviscerated on the e channel which is literally the the cheesiest of all cheesy channels anyway but i don't like that women aren't taking any risks you know they all the worst thing is somebody will go will wear some hideous color but the dress is stunning you know Boring. and they're all so fucking thin. Nicole Kidman looked like a genuinely looked like a Barbie doll. She was greasy and pale, and she had this long chartreuse green topless, long dress on that mm-hmm. you would like velcro in the back on a Barbie doll. It, I that's know. what it looked like.
2: what, and so i'm they're just like oh you know she this person looks great or this person that blah blah blah. and i'm just like i just can't get past the rail thinness and the
1: the bones sticking out
2: yeah you know their shoulders are all kind of knobby and their elbows and i'm just like it's so gross looking to me Mm -hmm. i'm like i can't even say the dress looks nice because i mean they, they look like
1: mannequins. They look like
2: those little like uh, skeletons that you see in a doctor's office. You know, they that, do
1: with skin on them with wheels on the bottom. You know, I, I don't want to hear. Oh, well, I'm naturally thin. This is just who I am. That's it's like lie. Anna Kendrick. I can freaking see your hip bone through those three layers of chartreuse you're wearing. Right. No, you are not that naturally thin. I'm sorry. No way. Faith Hill, please eat a pork roast
2: yeah anything. what are her
1: and tim doing they're like because tim mcgraw they they look like they were starving to death i remember when um ellen DeGeneres and portia de rossi decided to go on the vegan no dairy no whatever kick right. and ellen lost like 30 pounds like she didn't even need to lose 30 pounds right. and then she got like really pale and she was wearing a lot of layers. Yeah. You know, she's beefed up a bit since then. I think they they stopped being so ridiculous. And the problem is he... I believe she was listening to Portia, who is notoriously eating disorder laden. I mean, the woman right. has had... Several, so it's like, why are you being so vigilant about this complete lack of nutrition? For what? And what cracks
2: me up is... So I watched the E! Channel and they had... Okay. Who, who are those
1: hot messes? I couldn't they tell. They
2: had Juliana Rancic, of course, who... Oh, God. If I didn't She's, even think it was possible, but I think she has lost more weight.
1: Paula, she is so malnourished that her gums are receding. Like, her lips are receding. Like, she looks... Awful.
2: She's past the point of even having, like, a swollen belly and flies on her eyes. It is. She
1: really, she could crouch over and a vulture would be standing behind her.
2: She just looks like a pile of bones. And and they put a dress on her. I mean, and. Oh, God. Like, you can tell that they had to, like, put pads where her boobs would normally be. Yeah. I just don't understand what is. She, it's like Karen Carpenter. That's what it reminded
1: me of. It would be impossible for someone to prove, to convince me that this was her natural frame. I've never seen anyone this thin ever, unless they were in prison. Yeah, I'd, somewhere in another country. Yeah, it, it's, being starved.
2: I I really wish the network would do something. Like she needs an intervention.
1: Alyssa Milano should be asking people to donate twenty five cents a day to feed her. <laughs> oh, right? She's so skinny. So it was her then. Khloe Kardashian
2: and Khloe. Oh, she
1: always looks like such a horse around those people. She, well,
2: you know, she, she looked like she just rolled out of bed. That's what I'm saying. Like she she had, never puts her shit together. She had like like screw me hair and you know had this dress on which you know it was nice and it had pockets and she kind of she just kind of looked like she didn't give a fuck the nicest
1: thing you can say it had pockets well
2: because she was putting her hands in her pockets but i mean she mostly just looked like she didn't give a fuck but you know what i appreciated about her a lot of those red carpet people, they'll be like, oh, you know, it, it's a unique color, but it really highlights or blah. blah. And Chloe's like, just like, red. she's like, I don't know. So like, oh, that color looks like maybe something at a prom or something like that.
1: Yeah. Something that a normal person would so say. I'm like, Well,
2: thank God someone actually, you know, said something. But I mean, it was it was tame. It was very tame. And then they had Kelly Osborne. She looks normal usually, but she's even lost. But normal.
1: I think she's like a size four. Actually, I thought she'd gotten a little chubby, but you know what it is. Everybody in Hollywood, for some re- reason, has convinced themselves that uh, short hair and shaved sides are sexy what is and cool that? now. Yeah. And I'm so sick. I'm sickened by it. You know, I get trendy, you know, the ombre thing we all went through, the extension thing we all had to watch, you right. know, all the, everybody had super long hair and now we're chopping it all off and we're shaving the sides and we're going to be bad bitches. And it's like, even Scarlett Johansson did yeah. it and somebody said it was up for a movie and I'm thinking, no, she just had a baby like a year ago and she looks amazing by the way, but she's got shaved sides. Kelly Clarkson has shaved the side of her head and now, and then, you know, Kelly Osborne always has done weird shit with her hair. But she has a really round face, really shouldn't be doing that. I mean, how awkward is that going to look, though, when it's growing out? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> I I would think that's when extensions come in. I When you start putting extensions in. Knows. I'm not sure. But I'm so sick of all these beautiful women chopping their hair off and looking like little boys.
2: So like Jennifer Hudson, she's totally, she had no hair either. She had cut her hair and it's not even a pixie cut. It's just like a.
1: It's a, it's like a Joan Jett boy shag. I don't know. It looks like a little wig.
2: It could have been. I don't know. I don't
1: like Jennifer. Well, I okay. I do like Jennifer Hudson, but she she was singing, and I had to finally just come to the truth of it. Her voice does not fall on my ears well, and I have been listening to her sing for years. You know, for years she's sang since American Idol. Yeah, and she was in that really cool movie Dream Girls dream girls and i thought okay cool maybe you know she'll sing something every song that she's sang, i think she even won an oscar like there was an oscar she winning won an academy award right and i listened to it and i'm like her tones do not fall right on my ears and so every time i hear her singing it's not that it feels flat or anything like that it just repulses me a bit you just don't, don't... like the way it sounds well no. and it's very it's very baptist Uh, you know solo singing choir type singing gospel kind of gospel which i do like actually when it's done well i like it when they have like the whole group you know i just don't feel like she does it well and i've heard women sing gospel and it is like beyonce did it um at the grammys and it was amazing and the song was not even that melodious yeah but she did it well jennifer has i feel like she's like All the time, and I'm like, why? Yeah, it's like, whoa. Well, I just don't
2: like it. It's weird. (laughs) Well, I I I wasn't sure if it was a sound thing, but I couldn't hardly hear her because it's like she was singing so low i just didn't like it the
1: music overpowered her so i'm just like what is she saying what i what i can't hear knows? it i never understand what the hell she's saying i've heard her pop stuff too and i'm not being critical i know she can sing i know everybody loves her and and i Aww. don't hate her i, don't I think just don't everybody loves her but i mean
2: not everybody likes the way everyone sings
1: there's just certain i just don't i just i'm like oh god they they're Bringing out J-Hud again
2: yeah, for whatever reason.
1: Well, what could be more awkward, though, than
2: the, um, did you see that picture of Scarlett Johansson with John Travolta? I did.
1: What the hell was that? Well, apparently it was an ill-timed photo. Was he drunk that night? Because then he kept touching that girl's face. I can't ever imagine. I don't care who it is. I can't even think of one human being that I would allow to put the tips of their fingers all over my face like that. But it was like, it was
2: like he was like trying to tickle her chin and like touch it. And everyone's just like, this is really awkward. Like,
1: you know, I don't get it. And and the thing is, is you're on stage and half the world is watching. So what is Idina Menzel going to do? Get your filthy hands. Oh, what are, what, are, what are, You took too many Xanax. Get out of here. Yeah, really. And then he, then the
2: next picture is him being all handsy with... Um, Scarlett, Scar- Johansson. Scarlett Johansson and I'm just like, oh my god! I'm like, where is Ke- where is where's where's his wife? Kelly Preston? Where is I his know. wife? I mean, because yes, she was there. Is she somewhere drunk in the corner, thinking like, whatever? You <laughs> go ahead, you handsy asshole. You know, it's just like see what I put up with, with all the party me party people for ten minutes. But I mean, right? It's just it was so
1: disgusting and inappropriate. It was really it was odd behavior, and you know, I. On one hand, I feel sorry for him because it feels like he can't do anything right outside of the film. You know, when, when he's acting, he's great. But anything outside of that, he just doesn't seem to be able to get it right. Like, he can't win. You know, Tom Cruise is the same way. And so it just makes me wonder
2: about this whole Scientology thing. <laughs> I just can't help but wonder.
1: I just, I mean, they're walking awkward. And it's strange because they shouldn't be. They're professionals. They're veterans of the Hollywood life. They should know better. So it's very strange to me as well. I don't I all I know is that I'm like, I don't care who you are. Get your fingers off my cheek. <laughs> know, right. For
2: and she looks like and she has a bit of a chin on her, too. She has so.
1: quite the jawline. So, yes. It was,
2: yes, she does. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't have done that to Jay Leno i mean well that he, he could practically suck on that chin yeah, right he would have he would have had to give that chin a hand job if he wanted to <laughs> you know he's like wait let me spit on this really quick
0: i want the truth you can't handle the truth
2: so uh, the thing probably most everybody was talking about at the oscars was lady gaga and her performance mm-hmm. you didn't like
1: it i felt that it was a bit long I think it's very clear, and I've always known this, Lady Gaga definitely has a voice. She's, she does sing very well. I have heard Christina Aguilera sing Climb Every Mountain and do it well. Uh-huh. I became bored, actually. Um, it was, to me, I was like, it sounded all the same to me. She's odd in general, and I think she likes to be odd, which is fine. And I think she was trying to normal it up. To give it some class, right? However, her very last note. Now, do you have you watched? This is a weird reference, but have you watched? You've got mail with Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a scene where Tom Hanks is at his dad's house, and his little daughter (laughs) is singing something you know um what is it it's an annie song the sun will come out tomorrow tomorrow. and the very last thing is only a day away okay that is what i thought of when lady gaga hit that final (laughs) note so i'm sitting there and i'm watching it and then she goes oh and I started laughing really loud, and and I it was like everyone's looking that was at you like what so funny? Daryl shot me a look. He's like, what? What? Why was that so funny? I'm like, really, really? You didn't think that was off tune at all? And he's like, uh, no. And I said, okay, whatever. I can't believe you thought that was good. He goes, well, I mean, it was. She sings really good. I'm like, okay, let's all get over. Once you get over the shock of the fact that that Lady Gaga can actually put on a prom dress and look normal for five minutes. And she can sing, great. But listen to how she's singing; it's not that good. I mean, am I wrong? No. So I mean, I thought she sang well, but I
2: did he, too. What got me was, is you know, Facebook was just a, a flurry of you oh, know, God. wow, Lady Gaga brought down the house. You know, no, go Lady Gaga, bam, blah blah blah, all the stuff. And What'd I'm just like, why is everyone so shocked at her singing ability? And the only thing I can think of is, is that unlike myself yes who uh, when i'm alone in my car if you've ever <laughs> tried to sing one of her songs it's not that easy
1: because she, lady gaga songs. yes no it's not because she
2: sings really good she is a very so, good singer i was not shocked that she sang well because i'm either you know I've tried to sing her songs before in the car. They're not easy. So, I mean... Red
1: wine. (laughs) (laughs) It it just... Any normal human, it sounds stupid and flat. You know what I mean? But, I mean, a lot of the... you know, powerful
2: notes and things that she sings, or the the range that she has, yes. and it's, she's
1: a very strong singer too,
2: right? So I that was, I guess, what got me was is that you know everyone was so shocked, and I'm just like, I don't know why. That so, what did they think before of her songs then? That they were just poppy or what? you
1: know, I think I think a lot of people felt like she was trying so desperately to be the new Madonna that they pro- and Madonna is notoriously not the best singer and she admits it she can carry a tune but she knows that she's not going to be you know busting out Whitney Houston songs anytime soon she does what she does and she's good at it and everybody I think because Lady Gaga surrounds herself with so much odd that the idea that she was genuinely talented was shocking I have heard her sing many things before I, I, I want to say she used to do opera or something something when she was a kid. I can't remember specifically what, but Well, it sounded like she would
2: she must have had an opera background because when she started, she she was doing opera. The
0: hills
2: are alive. No. Yeah, <laughs> I know. See, I can do it too. No. <laughs> so, funny thing is is that I actually became quite emotional after the performance of Lady Gaga or John Legend. No, Lady Gaga. You I, cried for Okay, go ahead. I was watching it with Victor and Ryan, my son. Mm-hmm. And Olivia was fleeting about doing a, a thousand <laughs> fleeting about doing a thousand different things. Of course. So Julie Andrews came out at the end of the performance yes, and she, she said, Wow, I can't believe it's been fifty years She says you turn your back and then you turn it around and here it is fifty years later. And I I paused it right there. And I'm like, it's so funny that she says that because I had just gotten my nails done that day. And I had lamented to my nail lady who is expecting her second child. Mm. I said, it's just so crazy that, you know, my son is going to be 10 this year Mm -hmm. and my daughter will be six. It's like I turned my back to do the dishes and to do some laundry (laughs) and... Work and then I turn her back around, and they're these grown children. Yeah. And I was saying this to Victor and to Ryan. And so then all of a sudden I started getting teary eyed and I started talking (laughs) about when Ryan was a baby. And I'm like, I remember when, you know, you were just so sick and you were sleeping on my chest and you had this cough. And then we had to take you to the hospital. And I said, and I had been up for 36 hours and, you know, know. you know, had this RSV infection and, you know, pneumonia. And I said, (laughs) or, you know, when and I started talking about all these other things. And then before you know it, I'm, I'm sobbing. (laughs) And I've gone into this five-minute monologue about... You monologued
1: about his childhood. About his
2: childhood. And... I know. They're both just staring at me with, you know, that look like... What do we do? What's happened? What's happening? Yeah, Victor. Right, Ryan kind of keeps glancing up at Victor, like, "Dad, (laughs) what do what do we do?" And Victor kind of protocol here. Victor kind of looks at him, just just let her go, son. You gotta (laughs) let it go. (laughs) Well,
1: that is so weird because I too have been very emotional, and it wasn't PMS related. Actually, this started in Vegas when I took Malia to do the cheer thing. First of all, cheerleading. Although superficially, it's just another kid sport. It's something that they do all through high school. But for me, you know, some of my most favorite memories are from when I was a cheerleader. I, I really loved it. There was so much about it that I loved. So the fact that, God forbid, one of my children decided to attempt cheerleading and really was good at it. She's really good at it. Yeah, it was great. So I'm, at, I'm in Vegas going, this will be the last time I do this. This will be the last competition I will see her perform in, in a cheer uniform. I, you know, it was really sad for, bittersweet. Yeah. Because she's only 14. It's not like her life is over. But, right. So I was pretty emotional, as you remember, when I told you I was crying almost the whole way home. And then someone put together a little video of their whole season. A parent did it. And oh we got God. it about a week or, about a week ago or so. And it's kind of long. So I start watching it. I'm not even five minutes in and I'm sobbing. Oh and it's nothing. There's nothing like sweet in there other than watching them prepare for their competitions and singing together and dancing around and being dorky little girls. Right. And I told Daryl, I said, I had to stop watching it. And my uh, tears are like fully welling in my eyes. He goes, well, maybe that's why you've been so emotional lately because, Malia, is going into high school? And I said, yeah, maybe. And then Malia decided that she's going to try out for cheer mm-hmm. for freshman year, which makes me so happy. And then I was talking to mom about it and I said, I feel like I'm dying inside. And he, she's like, Jamie, you do this with every single one of your children. Every time they grow up and go to high school, you do this every time. And I said, but this is worse because she's the last one. It's
2: awful. I think we all kind of vicariously live a little through our children. Like, Hell yeah, you, we do. We, you know, we don't let go of our childhood. And no. so and I think what prompted me to be so sobby about Ryan is <laughs> and this is still difficult. It still upsets me what he decided that he doesn't want to watch wwe anymore (gasps) what yeah
1: you're kidding why
2: he just said he's not really interested the storylines are just not
1: interesting to him anymore he's
2: just kind of over it
1: you know tyler did that too with wwf so it's been about three weeks
2: and and you haven't watched. i still keep recording them because I keep <laughs> thinking like and I ask him, I'm like, well, I'm like, I recorded Monday Night Raw. Well, do you think you want to watch it or should I delete it? Or he's like, I'll oh, just delete it. And so but like a little part of me dies inside every
1: time. Every he time, I, time. he, It's like a little stab because to heart. it was our thing. It was your thing. You know?
2: It was our thing. And so I, I'm just like I'm
1: devastated. Well, growing up is the is a bitch for, for parents because Kenzie did that to me and Malia too, actually you get, they're so passionate about something and then suddenly they're no longer passionate about it. They just move on because they grow up and that's what they do. When Malia used to be, I mean, and you probably remember this, she was obsessed with Littlest Pet Shop.
2: I, you know what? Every time I go to Target or Walmart, I still look at Littlest Pet Shops. Me too. Thinking, (laughs) thinking that,
1: You know, like, oh, I wonder if Malia was. I don't know why. I Because she was obsessed and it was her thing. And I mean, I would go when, you know, special events would come out and they'd have like exclusives. I would be like, maybe I should get this for her. You know, there was a time where she wanted to her. She wanted her whole wall of plexiglass shelves so that she could put them all on display. And I was all in. I'm like, yeah, let's do it.
2: Remember, we almost got her that life size poster with her her picture superimposed with all the littlest
1: pets. Yes. All of the collectors. And so at some point, and I can't recall when specifically, I would say she was about 11 Mm -hmm. and she no longer was asking me to get them. We would go to target or whatever. And she was like, "Eh, I have them all or, Oh, they changed the way they look now. And so now it was no longer something. And so now just not even a month ago, she boxed them all up and put them out in the hallway. And I said, What is this? She goes, Well, I don't have any room for these anymore. And I said, Malia Kay, Mm -hmm. you find room and you make room. And she's like, Mom, it's over. It is over. I hated it. Oh, I was so sad. Well keep them because Olivia will play with them when she comes over. I'm not throwing oh no, are you kidding? I still have Mackenzie's My Little Ponies. She was obsessed with my little pony. And when she stopped, I was sad. I mean, it's a very sad milestone and so i think that's why i got so
2: upset when when julie andrew says like you know you just turned your back and i'm like it's so true i'm like i turned i turned my back and suddenly you know i i have this you know little boy who's not actually a little boy anymore but you (laughs) know and and our thing that you know has been for the last three years yeah you know our little routine and no longer no more. So I'm just like, well, no one told me that it was time <laughs> to change the rules, you know? I know. Well, they do. So, I mean, we'll figure something else out,
1: but it was just, yeah, well, you know what? That's why sports, sports become really great because yeah. then you can be the one screaming at them in the bleachers to do a good job or on the sidelines or whatever he's doing. So right. that's when you start doing that. And they, I will tell you this, although they, f- they might find you embarrassingly annoying, at the end of the day, when they're like 19, they're always so damn grateful that you were there when oh, they did yeah. sports and activities. They're so glad you, you made as many as you could. So I'm just glad that, you know, he's still
2: like when I drop him off at school in the morning, you know, he lets me kiss him on the cheek or he'll give Aww. me a hug still. That's but nice. like even Olivia lately when <laughs> I usually will hold her hand and walk her to her class. Well, i Pull the car up to the curb, and she's like, "Oh, I can walk from here." And so she walks to <gasps> her little. Girl. So I stand outside, of course, and watch of course, her walk to the class you know, It's only twenty feet, but you Doesn't know, matter. she wants to go, uh, um, and I just watch her little person go by herself. And I'm like, "She's just so little. <laughs> she's you know? just a
1: child. <laughs> like, she's just so little." I but know. Oh, just, it sucks. I Trust know. me, I know. I'm going through it right now because my baby's not really—I mean, nowhere near a baby—and now it's like she's—you know, she likes boys and she's gonna do high school and no. you know and daryl's like stop it just stop it i said just get me a kitten and this and all be everything end- we can all what's, end this now what's your obsession
2: with uh
1: kittens i I, I just want to
2: post it all over facebook
1: i just want a small creature that needs me i just want something that, lo- that something will love that needs- me well i wonder if you could get
2: like a little indoor pet like a like a indoor Paul, puppy
1: I don't know. No, you know what? I'll give you one of my pets. Oh, I don't want any of your pets. Yeah, you
2: know what? what? I don't want any of my pets either. So, <laughs> here here's a lesson to be learned to, by by all. We ha- t- had taken in the stray cat, Buddy. Oh, Remember? yes. Yes. Well, Buddy was with us for 4 days, I think. For feral cat, four Buddy four the feral day. cat. Yeah, about about 4 days. Okay. In that 4 days, he successfully gave all four of my pets fleas. And now Toby has worms (laughs) because Toby ate a flea. And so I saw the little white grain of rice on his tail and it started and it started moving. (laughs) Now, now I tell I'm telling you this. Actually, there were two. Because we had to oh, lift up the tail gross. to see the other. Maggots. And so they're not maggots. I know, it's a tapeworm. I'm and, aware. But now you <sighs> are interested in veterinary <laughs> science. Yes. How is that going to work with you? What are you going to do when a
1: cat is riddled with fleas and worms and ear mites? Okay. First of all, that's happened. I I mean, don't forget, I have my share of feral cats have come in and out of my life. You've just never said anything. You just led us all to believe that, you know, you have perfectly clean, (laughs) clean and perfectly clean feline assholes. Actually, most uh, puppies and kittens have worms at some point when they're little. So you have to deworm them. There's. there's liquid that you can give them. Here's a little pointer or tidbit for
2: our listeners. If mm-hmm. for whatever reason you do find that your cat does get the tapeworm, and it's the mm-hmm. worm that it's why it looks like the little grain of rice. Yes. Typically, you have to go to the vet, and mm-hmm. you have to get the prescription. Well, Amazon actually sells the medication, <laughs> dewormer. the dewormer, for $15. Mm-hmm. It's the generic version, but it's still the dewormer, and it's mm-hmm. prescription strength. So go to our Ugly Mall page and shop through it there for your uh, your feet your feline (sighs) worms. So I assume you dewormed your cats. Well, I have Amazon Prime, so I have I have to wait for my two day shipping. I ordered it. Oh, last it'll night. be there any we minute. We just found it last night. So it we'll we'll get the medicine tomorrow. Fun
1: for fun. But
2: I mean it's just I'm like, oh, come on. And so I, I told Victor, I said, Well, I think we've learned a very valuable lesson here. <laughs> I'm like, We're never taking in another stray animal again. He's like, No, I'll never bring home another stray cat again. Thank God. Like,
0: Thank you. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Visit uglytruth.com/app, and thanks for helping out. Now let's get back to the uglies. The hills are alive with the sound of music.
1: Okay kind of a change of subject, but I did want to mention a couple of things. One, I know you haven't had an opportunity to listen to episode 101 yet, but uh, where Dub sat in with me and we talked. I'm not going to go through the whole experience. You can listen to it on the episode, but Daryl and I are going to Comic-Con in San Diego in July this year. Wow. It's impossible to get tickets, but we you know, because I have really good uh, luck when it comes to front row parking and things of that nature I got in, got my tickets in 15 minutes and didn't know why everybody was so bitchy and angry about the process because Aww. the first time i try it Ooh. i was in and out in no time i should have had you try and buy my garth brooks tickets that i never got uh you know i thought about that actually so we're doing that in july and of course i'm going to totally find a way to record people and interview them and or take pictures with
2: yourself uh or yeah. of people you know because don't people dress up and everything like
1: that yes and in fact a couple of people are like what are you gonna dress up as i'm like i'm not dressing up i'm not doing the you, the don't, costume you thing. don't
2: do cosplay
1: i'm not cosplaying and then of <laughs> course i don't even know how we got on the subject but daryl mentioned i mean ever so casually mentioned something and i went okay it's the dickens fair all over again. Uh, you're going to find something you're going to want to buy and wear something to this event. What
2: do you want you guys to
1: go as? Princess Leia
2: and Han Solo.
1: That's exactly what I said. That is exactly <laughs> what I said. I go, you're going to find, we're going to go to some shop and you're going to find a Han Solo outfit and you're going to be like, I'm going to wear this and you're going to do Princess Leia. And you I you can have to see wear that now. gold
2: bikini thing. Exactly. And, and your little Cinnabon ears
1: and I'm going to be and, and I said oh dear god it's the Dickens fair all over again he goes no no that's not it I'm like lies you're going to be sold you are going to immerse yourself in this world and you're going to be walking around with a hand solo thing going or on I can dress tell. up as Marty McFly McFly hello yes something and so he is adamant that he won't but i think you and i both know better Uh, something's gonna gonna
2: happen happen. absolutely i I anticipate some sort of you know hat or t-shirt or something (laughs) that's gonna
1: something will occur okay so the final thing that i wanted to tell you about because i you know it's probably impossible but i have to tell you about it anyway okay the family feud is coming to the bay area for auditions shut up (laughs) I was just watching it the other day, and I'm like, I would be so good on this show. March 21st and 22nd. You have to have five family members related by blood marriage or adoption. That's easy. Okay. We have to be a U.S. citizen. Done. Uh, We can't know anybody. We can't know um, anybody on the Family Feud or the Steve Harvey show, which we don't. Right. Right. If anyone on the team is running for political office or has been on more than two game shows in the last year, they can't come. Okay. Fine. If you or anyone on your team has appeared on Family Feud before, it must have been at least 10 years ago. There is no age requirement to be on the Family Feud, but we suggest that contestants are 15 years or older due to content. Right. That's it. So who would be our five then? Well, I was thinking it could go one of two ways. It has to be the four of us for sure. And Daryl. And either Daryl or a mom. Oh, I
2: don't know if mom, I don't know if mom would be, I'm so <laughs> well, competitive. I just don't know if mom would I be think, a good choice. Well,
1: I initially had said the four of us and, and Daryl. I, would I put, thought would I be... would put Daryl at the helm because yes. he's the only one
2: that can wrangle. It would be, yeah, it'd
1: be like herding cats. But the thing is though, is do we put Allison at the last spot though? Because sometimes that's the deal breaker. Sudden death. Yeah. No. At the end, be... you know, I no, mean. No, I'd say we go in order of age. So it would be Daryl, me, Stephanie, Allison, and you. Yeah, I'd be at the end. So Allison would be cushioned, so that she, if she said anything bizarre, we'd still have one chance. It, I mean, yeah, it's it's fair, but the thing with Allison though is sometimes she's the one. That's the thing. It could happen. You never. She know. could be the one that wins it all. Okay, but then who would do the the timed I questioned? Would. I would. You would do one, and then and then me or Daryl, or oh, although Stephanie's pretty good.
2: Yeah, it'd have to be.
1: I wouldn't want to do it. You wouldn't? Personally.
2: I don't know. I mean, I would. So I think it would either be Stephanie or Daryl then. <sighs> would you want to go first or second, though? It wouldn't matter.
1: You know what? I wouldn't put Daryl in there. He's not, I don't think he could do it. I think he'd get mind freeze. I think it'd be me or Stephanie for sure.
2: Yeah, I bet you Stephanie would be good.
1: I think she'd be, she's much quick witted, much more quick witted than me. Yeah, I would So I think you and Stephanie would do would the two do a, final, the the
2: one where we're going to win the 10 grand. Yeah, every time I watch that show and they send the two people in, I always get mad cuz I'm like, why are you sending that one? They're dumb. <laughs> they got bad answers, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I didn't think about the fear factor piece of it
1: like The caveat, know. yeah, the caveat would be depending on how people were performing, we could change our minds and say you know okay we didn't expect you to be kind of stage frighty so yeah daryl's gonna go instead or whatever yeah that's... that would be the only thing is we would have to have that agreement are we gonna wear matching clothes no ew, i
2: want well, everyone know what? wears the same well you know we'd be all wearing black <laughs>
1: black with really high heels on so we one would, would fall. and then one of us would trip and
2: fall and you know show our butt or something like that in front of <laughs> Steve you, Harvey
1: can you imagine the yards and yards of Spanx that would be on that row
2: for that show we would have to hire like a professional makeup artist
1: okay first of all I already told Daryl that uh, we would be paying Neil to come with us right. because I want my hair perfect right And absolutely the makeup thing. And I told Daryl, I said, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm already thinking master cleanses, a personal trainer, spray tans. Oh, I'm thinking that uh, seaweed wrap where it shrinks your
2: fat cells
1: for. Yes. For what?
2: Two days or something. And I don't even know why this is all necessary. Because, I mean, isn't that show on the CW anyway?
1: Does it matter? (laughs) The thing with television appearances is that they never, ever go away they're on there that's forever that is true
2: That is true.
1: you know luckily the uh the way that the stands are on the family feud you can't see much from the boob down unless you're walking <laughs> <laughs> and you're walking that's that true. would be the only awkward the, thing
2: the, the, the fast walk to that thing gosh i would the be, side profile I would, would be the only so problem. mad though like if i i don't know i'm pretty damn competitive
1: i we all are yeah.
2: i can't imagine if i could see you right now allison together that would be the other thing is is i know we wouldn't do the whole clapping (laughs) good answer good answer we'd We'd be be like like, god
1: damn it be like allison why or daryl would say something stupid and we'd be like really really i would look at you didn't be like god damn it jamie why did you bring him who who put him first why you in charge oh my god he'd be like hey and then he would turn to steve harvey see what i have to put up with see, see and see, see
2: what's happening he'd have to g- wear one of steve harvey's ties
1: what?
2: steve harvey ha- he
1: has his own clothing line oh then yes he would absolutely he would have to wear that he'd have to get a nice suit yep and then wear the cool tie which he with would totally do square. because oh God, he-, a steve notices,
2: he notices when people are dressed sharply and they he notices when they're when he's wearing uh
1: his uh clothing line you know what i would i would wear a dvf diane von Furstenberg dress i'd wear the wrap dress one of the nice ones they're about three hundred dollars but they're they're really really complimentary for any figure i don't know what i would wear i'd
2: figure out well you can't wear pants you have to wear something
1: nice no get a bra you know come on (laughs) yes
2: because i'm so (laughs) you know disheveled ordinarily
1: (laughs) All run right. a
2: comb through your hair <laughs> so moving on to <laughs> yes. our ugly and awkward moments of the week <music> brought to you by amazon as i mentioned please go to the Ugly Truth website and go mm-hmm. to our Ugly Mall. Shop the Amazon link. Shop our Avon. Do the latest trend in makeup, which is apparently putting lipstick under your eyes before you put concealer on. Did you hear what? that? No, what? Yeah, the latest trend to eliminate dark circles under your eyes is to get like a coral colored lipstick and dab that under your eyes and then put your concealer on top of it.
1: I'm going to try that and I'm going to look like I have pink eye. I'm going to look like an elf, I'm going to look <laughs> like, like a white rat. <laughs> yes. They'll be like, "What's wrong with your eyes? Are
2: you ill?" Anyways. No, I'm just doing the latest trends. But the good news is is that it would not cost you very much because avon is very inexpensive so that's true
1: well that's true that's a that's a good way to try a trend by using a high quality product that does not cost you an arm and a leg okay so my ugly and awkward moment of the week
2: was i had a headache earlier this week And you know how sometimes when you rub your temples, you know, it kind of makes your headache feel better.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm,
2: you know, rubbing my temples and I start using my thumbs. And so I have my hands like upwards and I'm rubbing my temples with my thumbs. Yes. Because I just, you know, had this terrible headache. Hmm. And so we're watching TV or whatever. And I went to go tell Victor something and I turned my head to him and I'm like, you know, I was thinking blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of looking at me strange. And I realize my hands are flared out, and I look like Wally from Wally World, (laughs) Wally the Moose, because my hands are flared out, and I'm like, hi. And so I was like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, I guess that looks kind of
1: awkward." And moose stuff. out of front should have told you. Yeah. So. oh, Well, did he hear what he was you were saying eventually, or did he, you? No, he your, did.
2: He just was kind your, of looking at me like, "Why? Why are you doing that? You're like, an eight point buck. Why are you m- making
1: moose fingers? You know? Oh, because you were." Yeah, I do stuff like that. Like when I tripped upstairs. I just, you know, I, I do not thinking. With
2: me. But I mean, you know, I just wasn't paying attention to the fact that I might look awkward. But I did. Uh, and so. I'm oh always well. awkward. So it was embarrassing. But whatever.
1: <sighs> At least it was in the privacy of your own yes. home. OK, so a couple of things I didn't actually get to tell you this week. Uh, first of all, my dishwasher broke. Oh, yes. And I've been without a dishwasher for four days. Oh God. Um, the guy came yesterday. And of course, you know, me and my need to make small talk with people. It's just so. So, Leave him alone and let him work. <laughs> I know. I, I did eventually. This is actually, that's not my awkward moment. But it was during, it was right before that, when it happened. I didn't tell you about the snake. But nothing weird happened with the snake, just that it was frightening and that I didn't want to mess with it. How was that thing? It was almost two feet long. And when it, when I was pulling weeds and I pulled it back, I had sunglasses and a hat on. So I, the, the first glimpse I got, I thought it was a worm. I know it wasn't a worm. Very quickly, I knew it wasn't a worm. But initially, I went, oh, God, that's a really big worm. And then I went, oh, that ain't a worm. And so oh, the thing, oh the thing with snakes, though, I know you don't like them either. Oh, God, no. I hate they're them. frightening. The thing with snakes is that they're not worms. And so if I was to pick it up with a shovel and fling it, my concern is that it would charge me. It would turn around and be aggressive. Well, it's a giant muscle. I right, mean. and so I, there's really nothing that I thought I could do, and I, I felt helpless. And I'm just standing there, and I'm like, "Bodega, Bodega," you know. And but they were frolicking and playing, and they were just so happy I was outside because it was sunny and he's probably not warm. interested
2: in something like that.
1: You know what? The thing has, that dog has killed snake has killed everything but a snake. And so I thought, you know, the least he could do is come over and deal with this situation. But no, he was too busy being a dog. So I ultimately had to leave it alone. And it's like, well, I mean, off. was it
2: just sitting there?
1: It was all crumpled up like it was trying to play dead because I had pulled all of its hiding away because I was pulling weeds. Then
2: I would have chopped that thing in half with the shovel. I would have, except
1: I couldn't even find the head. I didn't know how big it was. I wouldn't
2: care. I just would. I mean, I wouldn't care where the head was. If you chop the, if you just sit there and chop at it, you you know know, you're going to kill it.
1: I thought for about a remote moment about doing that and went, you know what? No, because I, no, I can't approach anything that close, even with a shovel. It's just not, the thing would turn and bite me. I know it. I know it. I just can't do it. How
2: are you supposed to get through your
1: your uh, chosen this was a ro- profession? Listen, this was a rogue snake. It's not like it came in to a vet's office. All right. It's rogue. All so right. I didn't know what it was going to do. And, you know, I'm still not real convinced that it's gone. What kind of snake was it? Somebody said it was a red racer, which is like your typical garden variety field snake. Somebody else thought it was like a baby boa. And I'm like, well... I don't really care what it is, but it's it's it no longer it wasn't in my house. Gardener snake? No, it was not. I've seen those, and it wasn't that. It was like a red color. Yeah, it had like blue in it,
2: kind of. Yeah,
1: and I and so I'm like, no, and it it went on its merry way. And I've told a couple of people, and they said, you know, I've lived in Fair Oaks my whole life, and I have never seen a snake. And I said, well, you haven't been to where I am. And
2: apparently, your little.
1: Neighborhood. A Bermuda, yeah. Yes, the Bermuda Triangle for nature Jesus, over here. For real. So, yesterday, because of the dishwasher situation, I was kind of waiting for the guy to call to say he's on his way. And so I needed to take a shower. And I said, Well, I'm waiting and waiting. And I said, You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And then I know the second I turn on the water, I'll get a call. And, you know, that'll be that. Mm-hmm. So, I turned on the water, nothing. So, I jumped in the shower. I get out. I am naked with my hair in a towel. Okay.
2: Ding dong. Of course.
1: The door rings. Now, my t- two of my kids are home. One had just walked in the door from a very long doctor's appointment. So he was laying down and resting. And then um, my other one, who is 19, she was getting ready to leave to go to school. So I'm upstairs and I heard it. So I'm like, okay, crap. So I'm trying to quickly get dressed and Kenzie comes up, she goes, well, it's FedEx and it's a wine shipment and I can't sign for it. And I said, all right, I'm coming down quickly. And I'm like, no bra, nothing. I put on Terrell's <laughs> pajama bottoms. I put on a t-shirt. My hair is still in a thing. And I go running down the stairs, no makeup, nothing. I mean, I look bad. Right. And of course, it's this adorable, adorable oh,
2: God.
1: FedEx boy. I would be And he's mad. like, I open up the door, I'm like hello, (laughs) with my hair in a thing. And then, of course, when I reach over to sign it, I go, I'm really sorry. I mean, I must have looked like a hobo. And I said, I'm really sorry. Did you, know, you have, I, like, the
2: black mascara marks? Yes. Oh, God.
1: I was still, I mean, the, the shirt was clinging to me. I still had wetness on God. my arms. And so I said, I'm really sorry. Every time I decide to shower, you know, because now I have to explain everything to this poor person. Yeah, because he wants to know. Because he cares, you know. And so I'm like, every time I have to shower. And then, of course, the door rings. And, of course, it's something where no, one, no, no normal person can sign it. I have to be the one to sign it. And, of course, you know, my nips are, like... Right, there and right. and then the towel on my head starts to fall backwards oh my god <laughs> it was so embarrassing oh my god i could not he's like yes well oh it yes it happens and yeah. i'm like oh god i'm like bye, and, he's right, like, ha, bye. Have a, and i'm all have a nice day he's like all right please stop talking to me goodbye he's like, why can't you stop talking lady right oh my god he's like Oh, you too <laughs> I don't oh, know. Funny. Oh so i get out and i'm goodness. like and then well what's funny is that when things like that happen like that happened to me similarly when i was in the doctor's office where i started ripping my examination yes. na- napkin off right. on accident so i'm sitting there i'm walking now i'm angry with myself i'm like god you're so stupid what's wrong with you and i'm like well, walking with this big box of you know whatever and i set it down i'm like oh idiot <laughs> and the kids are like what's wrong with you I'm like nothing you're never mind like, you're... you're like Napoleon Dynamite. god freaking idiot it's <laughs> like your mom is just stupid and ugly
2: <laughs> god you know how that is well I would say that you win this week just because you're you know if you left your headlights on and the FedEx guy was there oh that's, god That's usually
1: a you know and it would have been fine if I had at least had cover up on or you know any semblance of a brush had gone through my no, head Oh, you look like a drowned rat oh god it was awful just terrible and i'm wearing daryl's bottom you know pajama bottoms and oh god it was just awful well, hopefully you got yourself together before
2: the uh dishwasher person got there
1: i did in fact i immediately went upstairs retreated and quickly lipped and clipped <laughs> because of course the instant that i'm pulling in from picking up malia from school he'll be there in two minutes oh, like, God. Great. thank you well i think that's a wrap for
2: this week i think we've yes. uh, blabbed enough for uh, blabbed all, of our, enough. all of our listeners thank you for joining us thank you for listening from all your different uh, platforms we always appreciate that definitely like i said encourage you to visit our ugly mall click on our links and do your shopping Yes. And uh, if you are one of our East Coast listeners, stay warm. Gosh, don't much... lose your minds. Yeah. Stop jumping in the snow. <laughs> too much snow over there. So we'll send hopefully our California sun to you because we've had gorgeous weather. Yes, we
1: really have. I feel kind of bad about, but I don't. That's why I live here. It's... In fact, if you hate it, there'll be a, you know, it was funny. I was talking to mom the other day about it. And cuz she lived in Chicago. Uh-huh. And so she knows she knows what it means to be cold. And she knows the snow situation, although this is pretty bad. She goes, you watch. Whenever there were winters like this when she was growing up, the second that spring came and things were thawed and things were starting to warm up, she's like, there will be a mass exodus. So many people will move away. It will be insane. And I'm thinking, I would. I probably would. I don't if think I I'd want to endure it. If I in
2: Boston, I wouldn't be able to handle another inch of snow. no. Like- and it's I mean,
1: ridiculous. anybody on the anybody in like the the, uh, you know, the Baltimore or D.C. area or wherever they're getting those ungodly amounts of snow, I would be turning to my my husband or my partner and going, you know what? This is the last year we do this. Right. We're moving to Arizona or something. Like some, yeah.
2: Something's got to give. So and it
1: can't be this.
0: So, so well, all right. stay
2: warm, friends. And stay safe. Stay warm. We will see you next week. Bye.
0: Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand-new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com, and stay ugly, my friends.